Welcome to another episode of the Bob Hoover Fitness Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how to set up your own fat loss meal plan to get you the best results. Take notes on this one. It's a good one. It's going to help a ton, I think. And without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of the Bob Hoover Fitness Podcast. Today, we have an episode on setting up your meal plan for fat loss success. And specifically, going to be talking about fat loss here um, just because it's a bit tricky. It really is. Um, you know, you, you think you could be doing everything right and then things don't necessarily go as planned. Um, and then you don't know exactly, you know, what to do and all that kind of good stuff. Um, so I'm gonna here to clear all that up for you, and we're gonna we're gonna dive in, and we're gonna get you set on the right track here. So, um, first a little primer, just in case you don't know. If you do, stick with me. Uh, just want to kind of make sure that we we fully understand exactly the ins and outs of everything, so that way when you can fully understand it, you kind of are a little bit more aware and you get a better grasp of exactly what you need to do and all that kind of stuff. And you kind of see exactly how everything fits in. So calories are the thing that matter most. Okay. So food contains energy via calories. You eat the food and your body either burns the calories for energy, right? Or it stores energy as body fat. Okay. And so the energy has to go somewhere. So in order to lose body fat, you have to be in a calorie deficit. So your your body has to be burning more calories than it's taking in. All right. Um, that's just the law of thermodynamics. And that's how it works. So in that regard, technically, calories are what matter most. Okay. So when you know that you realize, oh, okay, since calories matter most, I can eat basically my favorite food still and fit it into my calories and lose weight and make progress and that's 100 percent true now the second part of that equation because the first part with calories is food quantity right how much you're eating the second part is food quality all right the makeup of the food and the reason why this matters is because the makeup of your food is going to have an effect or an impact on how much you eat. So it plays into the food quantity, right? So if you have, for example, um, let's just say you have three apples, okay, compared to um, a chocolate bar. Let's just say the three apples at 200 calories are the same amount of calories as the chocolate bar at 300, 200, excuse me. So the calories are the same, okay? So no matter what, it's going to have the same effect in terms of how many calories you're eating. 200 calories of an apple is the same energy as 200 calories of a chocolate bar. So it's the energy is the same. The, what it's giving your body is the same. However, 
the makeup and its effect on your body is different. The chocolate bar you might eat, you might still be hungry afterwards. You might feel like shit afterwards because there's not as much nutrients, right? But that's not saying that the the chocolate bar is bad. It's just that the chocolate bar doesn't fill you up. It doesn't give your body the tools it needs to perform good, to get feel satisfied, and all that kind of stuff. The three apples, you're going to feel a lot more full afterwards. You'll probably feel a lot better because there's a lot more nutrients in an apple. Um, and the thing is, too, like apples are a whole food. It's one ingredient, so they're easier to track versus a candy bar. There's a lot of things going on in there. So it's kind of just like an estimate, right? That could be a little bit off. So you might think you're eating 200 calories when in reality, maybe you're eating like 220 um, to 240, whatever the case may be. Now, if you have like one of those a day, 20 to 40 calories is going to make a difference. But if all you eat is processed foods, things that contain a bunch of ingredients um, that have a long shelf life, number one, they're easier to overeat because they taste great. They don't fill you up. But two, like they can be a little bit tricky to track because they have all these extra ingredients. So you might not be as accurate. And if you do that multiple times a day, that can add up. So you can actually be eating more than you think. Um, in addition to being more hungry, which could lead you to eating more. So I wanted to preface that by saying, um, you know, obviously calories matter the most, but we can't forget about food quality either. And it's very, very important because if you want to truly make forever changes, right? Again, like, you know, flexible dieting, you can do, you could still eat your favorite foods in moderation, but if you want to make the long-term changes that are sustainable and that actually get you the best results, you have to to add in more whole foods okay think notice how i was saying add in i'm not saying totally give up anything but add in more whole foods you have to um add in more protein you have to add in more uh vegetables more fruits more whole grains uh more fibrous foods things like that um because those are going to be the key to health um how you perform and how you feel and how you recover. Um, but then also being able to maintain uh, your results that you get because they keep you full, they keep you satisfied and they keep you feeling great. Um, so, you know, when I was, when I first got into this, I, I experienced this. I tried to make all these, well, first, um, yeah, first I tried to make all these crazy recipes that I would find online, like healthy pizza, healthy lasagna, and what I quickly realized was that they weren't as filling and I would actually eat the whole thing because it tasted good. So even though it was quote unquote healthy, I would still be eating over a thousand calories in this meal that wasn't filling me up because it tasted so good, right? So I was kind of basically like using the healthy um, label as like a justification to eat the, a lot of these things. So I'm like, well, it's healthy lasagna. Like who gives a fuck if I eat thousand calories of it? Cause it's healthy. It's like, well, that's why I couldn't lose weight. Right. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with recipes, but, uh, I, I was stuck. And then I went fully into, um, if it fits your macros, right? So like, um, which is a huge trend. It's like, oh, well, macros are all that matter. So it doesn't really matter what you eat as long as you fit into your macros, you're good. So, I would eat Pop-Tarts and I would eat um, a bunch of uh, sugary food like cereal and pancakes and pizzas and uh, all this kind of stuff because it fit in my macros. But I didn't feel my best and I didn't look my best. And I noticed like I just like 
was still kind of hungry, right? And it was just very easy to overeat. So there's a balance here, right? And and learn and and I majority of your food should contain um these whole foods, okay? So basically I I, I like to break it down into two separate categories. You have your meals, your staple meals, and you also have your I guess we call it um, your like eating out meals or your fun meals um, might be a good way to call it or your free meals, whatever you want to call it, right? And this could this could include um, you know when you go to eat out. This could include recipes. This could include birthday parties. Um, it could include things that aren't on your normal routine. Things that might contain a lot of cat or um, yeah a lot of calories but also a lot of ingredients right a lot of maybe processed foods or um, just a lot of ingredients in general now the other part of the equation is your meals okay your things that are going to make you mo- up the majority of your diet and i think of like a meal as something that really doesn't contain anything more than like two to four ingredients on average right so things like your um chicken broccoli and rice or your uh ground meat broccoli and spinach or ground meat broccoli and salad or um your steak potato and asparagus notice the common trend here right there's a protein a vegetable slash fruit and a carb like a healthy carb right for breakfast like that would be like your eggs egg whites um, your oats, so like your oatmeal with like uh, some berries or some, like some uh, like a banana. That's the structure of these meals, okay? And that's what should make up the majority of your diet because number one, they're not as easy to overeat. So you can actually eat them for little calories, stay satisfied, not overeat. Uh, so it's going to help you eat less and actually maintain what you have and actually make better progress and continue to lose weight if you have a lot of weight to lose or on the opposite end, like maintain the weight loss that you have. Um, also, they're easier to track because they're literally one ingredient. So you know it's going to be pretty damn accurate compared to tracking something that has like 10 ingredients because you don't know the different amounts of ingredients in there. Um, and... They are, again, just going to keep you full um, and they're harder to overeat and they're easier to prepare too. That's a big one. A lot of these like big recipes take, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes. Um, and these other ones, like like the Whole Foods, like for example, if you just cook a batch of chicken for the week, just for an example, awesome. Now you, you just have to heat up some rice or some vegetables and you could throw some of those in the microwave or cook them and it barely takes any time. So they don't take as much time. Okay. And they're easier to kind of like reheat up. So that's like the differentiation. And I think it's very important to, uh, recognize that yes, you can still eat your favorite foods in moderation. That's fine. Right. That's, that's what sustainability is all about. That's what flexibility is all about. But the foundation of your diet should come from whole foods. And these whole foods are things that you like, right? Um, it doesn't have to be things that you hate. Like if you don't like fish, don't eat fucking fish. Um, so that's the key important thing here is when you're creating your own meal plan for fat loss, 
the majority of it should contain healthy whole foods okay think of adding those in to your diet all right um and that's very 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 important for uh just sustainability but also getting the best results okay and then here and there which we'll talk about here in a second uh you can still have your meals that you eat out or your recipes that you like to make or um whatever the case may be um a drink or two on the weekend there's definitely still a place and time for there because we're talking about consistency over perfection. We don't have to be 100% all whole foods, but the majority of food should definitely come from that. So what you're going to do is now strictly we're talking about how do you create this meal plan we're talking about. And what you're going to do is look up on Google, you're basically look up healthy sources of protein, Healthy sources of carbs, healthy sources of fats, uh, healthy, well, they're all healthy, but vegetables and fruits. Um, And look those up. And what I want you to do is you're going to pick, you know, three to five of your favorite. Pick three to five of your favorite protein. Pick three to five of your favorite carbs. Three to five of your favorite fats. Three to five of your favorite vegetables and fruit. And write it down on a piece of paper. Like, write that shit down. Research actually shows when we write things down, we're more likely to do it and we're more likely to remember it. And it just helps us process things better than typing in it. But if you have to type on your phone, whatever, just I would recommend writing it down. Go to the grocery store, buy those foods, okay? Buy those foods. And now you have the hardest step down, okay? It's like, cool, I already bought the foods I have. Now what am I gonna do with these foods? And next you're gonna create your meals, right? So decide how many meals you're going to eat, right? So for me, for example, I eat breakfast, I eat lunch, I eat a snack, I eat dinner. So it's basically like four meals, right? So three meals and a snack, but I consider the snack a meal. Um, So I go by each meal and I structure it. Okay, I need a protein at each meal and a vegetable or fruit at each meal, okay? So meal one would be breakfast for me. So I'm going to create three to five possible meals for breakfast. Okay. One meal might be my protein might be eggs and egg whites. Then I might have, um, like an English muffin as my carb. And then for my, uh, fruit, I might have, uh, a banana or I might put in some spinach as my vegetable, or I might put in some peppers as my vegetable for, with my eggs. Um, another one might be, okay, I'm going to have some protein oats. So I'm going to have some oats, which are my carbs. I'm going to have some berries, some strawberries, blueberries, raspberries as my fruit. Then I'm going to have some protein powder mixed in with all that as my, as my protein. Or uh, another thing I like to do is mix some yogurt in that. And that's my protein. So again, notice the common theme. I'm, I'm, I'm structuring all this out. It's, It's a template. Um, and each meal is divided into these separate categories. So that's that would be breakfast. Now let's go to lunch. Again, super simple. Um, usually what I do is like I'll have like a bunch of chicken or some leftover beef or something like that. Literally, it's based off your imagination, super simple. And I kind of like uh, ingredient prep, right? So I, I basically go how I feel that day. It's like, well, let's just say I have some chicken. It's like, cool, like I'm feeling some stir fry for lunch. So I'm going to have um, 
some rice, uh, like a vegetable, um, and some protein, okay? Uh, excuse me, and then the chicken's the protein, right? So my rice, my jasmine rice, fucking best rice in the world. Um, and I'm going to have broccoli as my vegetable, and my protein's obviously chicken. So that's one option for lunch. Another option would be something that actually has been tasting really good lately is um, just meat sauce mixed with some jasmine rice. It just tastes so good. Um, I have my protein with my meat sauce. I got a little bit of fat in there. Um, I have my jasmine rice, which is my carb. And then for your vegetables, maybe you could have like a fruit on the side, or maybe you could have like some yogurt and berries on the side. Um, or maybe just have that. Maybe that's just your lunch. And then for a snack, maybe you have some yogurt and berries, or maybe you have like a cheese stick, or um, maybe you have some like cottage cheese or something, right? So notice that there's protein at every meal, and then I'm also adding in some healthy fats, or excuse me, healthy carbs and uh, a vegetable or fruit. Also notice, these aren't these crazy recipes. It's not like, like I'm not making like a casserole. I'm not making like lasagna. I'm not making like a pizza. I'm major- And again, there's nothing wrong with those. But the majority of my meals are super, super simple. The people who keep their meals the simplest are the ones who succeed the most. Um, I've seen this with so many clients. I've seen this with myself. And it's just a fact. So keep it simple. Have a routine and structure. And then, you know, for dinner, maybe I have a steak one night um, with, with a sweet potato or a red potato and then some asparagus. Cool. So that's my protein, carb, and vegetable. Maybe uh, one day it's like salmon, okay? Salmon, um, again, maybe I have another potato or maybe I have some rice and then a vegetable. So again, this is how to structure most of your meals. Super simple, one ingredient, whole food sources. And again, just super simple, right? And that's the basis of it. Now, I don't eat the same thing every week. And what I, what I mean by that is my foods are kind of the same, my foundation's the same, but the decoration of the house, right? So the foundation of the house is the same, but the decorations kind of change for seasons, right? You know, like you know, like during spring, you might have decorations for um, Easter, for summer, Fourth of July, fall, Halloween, winter, Christmas. So my decorations change, right? So my foundation's the same. I stick to the same vegetables typically the same protein sometimes i'll switch the vegetables and and the carbs but like my decorations are different so maybe instead of using uh shredded chicken i'll grill the chicken or um maybe instead of uh using this seasoning on this meat or this protein i'll add this seasoning or maybe instead of using buffalo sauce i'll switch to barbecue sauce teriyaki sauce so Maybe instead of eating uh, this flavored yogurt, maybe I try this flavor. So that's where the variation comes in. The foods kind of still stay the same, but the um, the the variations change, like the flavors change, right? And this is a huge mistake that I see a lot of people make is they try to switch everything so often that they can never build a routine. They can never build a meal plan that works for them and they're always constantly spinning their wheels and they can never just get on track and see results because they're always trying something new and then they go off track or they try these crazy recipes that are actually uh, way higher calorie than they think. So the most successful people stick to eating roughly the same thing, but switch it up here and there, right? And then talking about the flexible dieting, 
Um, then if they have a meal on the weekend where like they want to make a recipe or during the week, or maybe they go out on the weekend and have one meal, that allows you more flexibility to do that because you have more wiggle room, right? And I'm not the biggest fan of like planning these things out. I like them to happen like when they happen, right? So maybe if you have like a birthday party to go to on the weekend, that's like your meal off, right? That's like your free meal, um, your flexible meal. Or maybe you have like a date night, that's like your flexible meal. Or maybe you have like a family party, that's your flexible meal. Or maybe like just one day for like lunch, like, yeah, I just want to switch it up. I just want to go order something out. That's how um, you can be a little bit flexible with this and still get results. If you're doing that all the time, if you're always eating out, if you're always making these crazy recipes, if you're always um, drinking and all this kind of stuff, that's when, you know, it kind of like you run into like, uh, that's when you kind of run into some issues and and you're not going to see results, right? So um, the majority of your meals, like 80% of your meals should come from these whole ingredient meals, like that, that meal template, like the very simple, like protein, carb, vegetable, fruit right um and so let's just say to put a number on it let's just say like if 80 percent of those meals came from that um if you ate 21 meals a week okay 21 meals the reason why i said 21 meals if there's seven days a week you eat three meals a day um you that would be 21 right seven days times three meals 21 meals now, 80% of 21 would be about 17 meals. So 17 of those meals could come from whole foods, the template we just created, right? You just created that whole template, okay? So 17 of those meals throughout the week are going to come from those whole foods, right? The protein, the carb, the vegetable and fruit. Then you have four meals in the week that allow you to do what you want and whatever you want to do with that. Maybe that involves a drink. Maybe that involves eating out. Maybe that involves making a recipe. Maybe that involves ordering out, whatever the case may be. But now are you starting to see like, oh, like, okay, this is how I structure it. This is how I can stay on track. This is how I could still be a little bit flexible, but also make sure I'm still being strict enough to get results, right? So this is why it's like, yes, calories matter, but food quality matters as well because it's going to allow you to stay full. It's going to allow you to not have a lot of those cravings, to not have a lot of a lot of hunger. Hunger is normal, but not have too much. Um, allow you to once in a while, you know, still enjoy yourself, but not enjoy yourself too much. Because I, I see that too, where um, again, people, you know. It, it, people think it, it just comes down to calories and yes while that is partially true like number one like you're gonna feel deprived uh if you just eat a bunch of shit food um because it's not very filling and actually could leave you wanting more and also like you actually eat more than you think you are because those foods actually contain more like yeah i might say 300 calories on the box but those could be off right because like if you're eating a pizza and it has 300 calories per slice. Number one, what's a slice? And number two, like, okay, like, is that slice really 300 calories or is it more close to 400? So you might think, you know, throughout the day, like, oh, I'm adding all that stuff up or I'm eating 1,600 calories. Oh, well, really, I was close to 2,000 because I ate all this, like, processed food. So that's the importance of eating a whole food. 
Um, hopefully, I kind of drilled that uh, in your head. Um, now, the 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 last part is going to be setting meal times, and don't overlook this part. This is actually very, 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 very important. When you set meal times, number one, you kind of regulate your body's hunger hormones. Um, so, like, you'll notice you kind of get hungry at certain points of the day. Um, so you can kind of like fight that off because if, if you've ever eaten when you're starving or hungry, you know, like, holy shit, like you're going to overeat, right? You're, it's very hard to slow down and eat mindfully and actually chew your food and go slow when you're really hungry. You kind of just scarf that thing down. Like sometimes it feels like you might not even be chewing your food, right? Um, so you can kind of combat that. You almost know like, okay, I get hungry usually around like two to three. It's like, awesome. I have my lunch around maybe like one, right? So before you kind of get hungry and that way you keep staying full. Um, so I like to set specific like time frames, right? Not specific times because we have busy lives and things change. But like, for example, let's stick with my four meals I was eating, my breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner. For breakfast, I might eat it between eight and nine. For lunch, I might eat it between 12 and 1. My snack before a workout might be between um, 3 to 4. My dinner might be between 6 and 7, okay? And I'm trying to stick with this because, number one, it regulates my hunger hormones um, and my body's hunger and how much I eat. But number two, it allows me to stay on track because I have a consistent routine and schedule, and therefore I can stay consistent more easily because I know when I'm going to eat. If you don't ever have a plan, it can be easy to skip meals. It can be easy to um, just say fuck it and um, eat whenever. And again, that's going to lead to more hunger. It's going to lead to you eating at all whacked out times. It might lead you to eating not the right things, which are going to hurt your results, right? So set the last part is once you have all these figured out, all these meals and how many meals you're going to eat, and what foods you're going to eat, set specific meal times. And try to stick with those. Try to stick within those hours that you say. Um, and that's going to make a massive, massive difference. Again, the people who are most successful are the ones who stick to these simple meals, but then also eat around the same times each day. I know, for example, like if I don't eat breakfast or I skip breakfast or I skip lunch, number one, I'm going to be fucking starving at night, um, which isn't good because then I actually end up overeating. So I think like, oh, that's a, one of the big gripes I have with fasting. I think it works for some people. But for people that fast, because they don't eat in the morning, they actually, they think they save calories, but they actually end up eating more calories throughout the day because they're fucking starving. When in reality, if they would have just eaten the breakfast and had those calories, they would have been more full throughout the day and eaten less at the end of the day. So it's kind of funny how that works. Um, But I know like if I don't eat lunch or something, like my... Number one, my hunger kind of goes up, but number two, like my energy for my workouts are shit. So um, stick to assistant meal schedule, stick to simple and easy meals. That's the way to do it. And that's basically all I have for you. And and, and the last thing I want to say here before I send you off is, um, you know, it's it does take some trial and error. It takes some trial and error to find out what works for you. And it takes some trial and error to find out um, what these meals might look like for you and these meal times. And um, exactly how to structure these meals. But that's okay because you're not going to be perfect and you're going to figure it out. So um, 
start doing this. Start doing this. Start practicing if you aren't already. And I promise it's going to um, help out a lot. And if you're kind of flustered and you're like, holy shit, I don't know what to do. Start with one meal. Start with the meal that you need to fix the most. That's the biggest problem for you. Start with that. Again, go back to what, what we talked about. Set that meal. Figure out what you're going to eat there and start implementing it and practicing it. And I promise it's going to make a massive, massive difference. So hopefully this helped. Um, if it did, please share the episode. It helps a ton. So share it on your social media. Share it with a friend. Um, I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, if you found this helpful, again, thank you. And please leave a five-star review. It helps a lot too. And if you're interested for coaching, if you want somebody who is actually going to help you with this and help you determine um, exactly how to create your own meal plan, how to set up your macros for success so that you can build muscle, stay full, not be starving, get strong, lose body fat, and have all the guesswork taken out for you, that is what I do. So apply for coaching, link in bio, and we'll chat and we can see if we're a good fit. So that's basically it. Thank you for listening. Hope this helped and we'll talk soon.